Welcome to Eternal Leadership, a show dedicated to equipping and inspiring leaders to accomplish what God has created in them. I'm Steve Ryder, and usually at the top of our shows, we have a little teaser clip that kind of talks a little bit about what the show's going to be, but because this one's a little bit different, we didn't do it. Today is our 50th episode. 50. John, six months ago, just over six months ago, we went live, and now we just wanted to take a moment and look back at the last... 49 episodes and kind of pick apart and see what we liked and give our listeners an update and just and really thank them yeah big thanks to everybody i mean this was a vision steve and i had and you know here what we wanted to do was just bring people out there who were just doing incredible things with their life had incredible stories and testimonies just to be a hope and encouragement and you know, Steve's thought, Steve and I's thought in the beginning was this was going to be just a super encouragement uh, for just he and I. You know, when we started this, uh, I I remember one of my favorite episodes was with uh, Jeff Spatafora, and he just talked about this whole area he was in about this. He called it smoldering discontent. He was in this life; it was just joyless, and it just wasn't him, wasn't moving him forward. And he was just trying to figure out how do I bridge this gap? How do I reconcile this? That's exactly where I was probably four years ago. A lot of you have heard about my accident. And the question was, how do we close that gap? And I've just been on this personal journey. Steve's been on a journey. And we're just, we were just been so excited to bring other people on that have sown into our lives. And it's just been our prayer that this sows into, into all of your lives. And we've had some incredible feedback and success. And Steve, what are some of the numbers uh, already? Because it's, it, honestly, we've- it's kind of blowing my mind. We've been downloaded in more than 66 countries, and in total, we have just cracked the 40,000 download mark. 40,000 downloads in in six months. I I know there are podcasts that exceed that exponentially, but we knew this show, this topic, wouldn't be a broad-range topic. Christians in the marketplace, merging faith and work. And so 40,000 downloads for that kind of a a niche target... uh, I'm pretty happy with that. And and I was very happy with the growth that we saw in March. We saw a 41% increase in our downloads. April, we saw a 35% increase. Uh, May has been pretty flat, but I'm, I'm not too worried about that because we have some great guests coming up later this summer. And we're going to continue to promote this and put out great content that feeds us and feeds you as a listener. And you know, something's pretty cool, uh, guys, if, if I could print out this list of the countries it's, that we're being listened into, uh, in 67 countries, man, it's all over the world, but there is a significant number of those countries that are Muslim countries, um, mm-hmm. Iran, Palestine, Saudi Arabia, and, you know, uh, the guests that have come on, that, you know, that you've helped the growth of this, everyone, and you know what, this is uh, just shining a light out into the world, and... Uh, uh, it's just really fun to be a part of that. It really is. So Yeah. And naturally being the skeptic, part of me thinks that a lot of those downloads in Iran and Saudi Arabia are probably people spying, trying to figure out what exactly if, if we're bringing on any anti-Muslim guests. But instead, what I'm really hoping for is that, you know, we're, we're reaching you and we hope we're touching you and, and we're all about just love. So. Let, let me start out here. I, I'd love to le- read some of the... We've, we've had over 100 reviews. 
Uh, and I really appreciate you guys doing that because the reviews is actually how iTunes does all of its rankings. It looks at downloads, it looks at reviews, and it looks at ratings. And we just broke into the top 100 in the business category, which was our six-month goal. So we just hit that. So thanks, everybody. But I love this. I love <laughs> this one cracked me up. It was from Scale to Success podcast. Here's what he said. What a missing piece from the world of business, grounding me back in faith and the things that really matter. I mean, really, how often do you hear investment banking and God in the same sentence? Good stuff. Can't wait for more. Because <laughs> we see everything we see everything all together. Now, here's another great one. This is from O.H. Malley. And if you're out there, uh, some of you guys that have left these reviews, I'd love you to drop me an email, john at eternalleadership.com. I'd love to get to know you, talk with you. Please feel free to reach out anytime. But here's what O.H. Malley said. Just discovered these podcasts. Very inspired after the first couple. People are looking for purpose and meaning in life. For many, it's a real epiphany when they learn that other people are feeling just like themselves. Isn't that so true? There's so many of us in the same boat. We're looking for meaning and purpose and calling. And we kind of feel like that's like this issue that's, why am I struggling with this when there's so many other people that are climbing mountains and I'm down here looking up at these people. And you know what? We're all in the same boat together. We're all on this journey moving forward. And uh, we really want to hear from you. And Steve, here's another great one. This is from BC to go. Said so this is a real resource to strengthen my ability to take my faith into the marketplace. As I begin the second half of my life, I've been working with Christian college students, and this will be a requirement for them. That that for me was was probably my favorite one. Uh, my second favorite one probably was a really short one. It's by Nathan Pierce at Micro Brewer, a good niche that is underserved. They're covering it well. Me being a guy that is. That likes a good brew once in a while. Uh, I, I really appreciate that, Nathan. And if you're ever in Colorado, let's get together, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's probably a lot of our listeners that that definitely would not pull together faith, leadership, and microbrewery. But, you know, if you can do it, <laughs> God bless you. Actually, uh, we, we have a guest coming up in, in a few months. I'm not sure exactly when, when we're going to air it, but his name's Garris Elkins. He's a pastor in Southern Oregon. Actually, now we're a retired pastor. and He's written some incredible leadership books. And I heard him speak about a pub church in Portland, Oregon. And I'm like, oh, that sounds awesome. So <laughs> any of our listeners that are ever in Colorado... You know, just shoot, shoot us a message, you, John at eternalleadership.com or Steve at eternalleadership.com. And we'd love to just take you out for coffee and just meet you. I mean, we're, we're at the point right now where, where it's not difficult for us to meet with listeners. And so um, we'd love to talk to you. We'd love to hear from you. And we'd love to build a relationship with you. And I couldn't agree with that more. And, you know, uh, we're going to title this episode, you know, what we've learned from interviewing some of the top 50 thought leaders. And, you know, something, you know, we started out this whole thing with Matt Hurd, Steve, and Matt, is, this episode has actually had more downloads than any other episode, period. Mm -hmm. and, and Matt's message really resonated with everybody listening here. And one of my favorite quotes from that, I went back and, and just re-listened to that was, here's what Matt said, we all desire more than just endurance of our daily routines. Isn't that true? I mean, we're just, sometimes mm -hmm. it just feels like we're existing. We often mm -hmm. feel limited. We feel stuck. We're merely existing instead of living. And that's not the way it's meant to be. God intends the humanity in each of us to be deeply experienced, lavishly enjoyed, and exuberantly celebrated. 
And I think that message for me just really jumped out. And if I look at themes that have really come to the forefront, I mean, we, we could probably spend a couple hours just sharing all my favorite highlights from these interviews, Steve. Yeah. But I think the first one is on just clarity. The second one is on identity. And the third one is on leadership. So let's dig into that and just kind of highlight some things. Maybe you guys will hear something that's interesting and go back to listen to a couple episodes. But the first one is on just clarity of who you are as a person. Jeff Spatafora in his episode did this fantastic job of just talking about what that looks like and and really describing the halftime process. Lloyd Reeb did a great job of that also. Uh, but you know, as everybody knows, I hired Jeff as my coach and has he helped me create that self-awareness, right? Uh, it really opened things up for me. And then Dean Iwolny, uh, from halftime came on and really talking about limiting beliefs. What were some things in just how we think, but then we took it to a whole new level. And we took it to a whole new level with a neighbor of mine, Becca Greenwood. Becca is an author and a speaker, travels around the nation. I love watching her Facebook feed because she goes all over the place. And she talks specifically about defeating strongholds of the mind, lies that we've taken on about uh, performance, about abuse in the past, and how to overcome that with the truth of Scripture. I love Becca and her husband, Greg. They're incredible people. And that, that for me, was probably, was without question, one of my five favorite interviews. Well, and, you know, some of the interviews that really jump out at me were some of the just deep personal testimonies and sharing. I mean, mm-hmm. I, st- I have friends that still come up to me and talk about Michael Franzese's, uh how he got out of being the head of the mob and got out of that without being murdered and killed, which happened to every single one of his 42 friends, if I remember the number correctly. And we had Sandra Crawford Williamson came on and talked about her whole experience being in Midtown Manhattan, right there where the towers, when they were hit by the planes, and what an incredible life-changing event that led for her. And then Eric Lind talking about being a very successful defense attorney in the Seattle area and how pride got in his way and his faith really wavered and God really got a hold of him when he was indicted for embezzling funds from his law practice, as well as forging a federal judge's signature. And then how God restored him afterwards. For me, I told this to you afterwards. As our listeners know that I worked for Jim Dobson, Dr. James Dobson at Focus on the Family and at Family Talk for about 15 years. I heard a lot of the best testimonies that were ever aired on Christian radio. Eric Lynn's testimony for me is in that top echelon and really listen to it because if you want encouragement about restoration, if you've ever done something bad and you're going through a really rough time, listen to Eric's story. It is really that good. Steve, that's such a great point. There's so many people I talk to you, both just in men's groups and friends of mine and just the work I'm doing with coaching. People just have this baggage and these beliefs about themselves because they've done certain things. They just don't see themselves Mm -hmm. as lovable, as worthy, as redeemable. And if you listen to some of these stories, Diane's, uh, Sandra's, Michael Franzese, Eric Lind, and you realize what these folks have gone through and where they are today in life. Man, I, I think one of the most exciting things that we can have in our life that just allows us to move forward and build that joy back in our life is hope. And, and, you know, when, when I listen to these folks, the hope just grows and the exciting. And I don't have anything in my background that's even 
even close to what some of these people have gone through. And hey, I go through my struggles. And mm-hmm. you know, when you hear somebody like that talking about what they went through and how they got through it and how they moved forward, all of a sudden, man, it's just like putting rocket fuel in the tank. For me, it was. Or somebody that you've developed a great relationship with since we've had him on, Ford Taylor, who came out of multiple affairs and God's really taken him from a high visibility CEO position at Brazos Sportswear and is now running transformational leadership. I, I know, John, that that's a story that has really, even though you haven't gone through that kind of sexual sin, I know that it's a story that really has impacted you and, and really forged a friendship out of it. Well, not only that, you know, we had Ford on and, and I got to tell you guys, if you've listened to that episode, you know, I, I knew Ford as this amazing teacher of leadership. He, he took a company that he started when he was 23 years old that was failing. It was a screen printing company in the middle of nowhere in Texas. And over time, it became a $300 million company, one of the biggest suppliers to Walmart. And he took everything he was doing in that company that was just creating massive success and took it to his pastor and said, is any of this in the Bible? Because he was very active in church. He was actually the gifts pastor while all this sin stuff was going on, right? He was living this, yeah. this life, this serious duality. And the pastor said, everything in here is in the Bible. And Ford's like, well, she'll be where it is. He's, the pastor's like, uh, no, go find it yourself. Well, that, that took Ford about a year. That led to a decision. Once he reconciled with his wife, they're still together. His story, his testimony, his heart. Uh, of the people that I've met and got to be friends with, uh, the heart of Christ that, that Ford has and wears on his sleeve and how he serves people has just become a model to me. I just went out to transformational leadership, went through the training. I cannot encourage people enough to go through that. It was hugely impactful in my mm-hmm. life. I want to bring that. Actually, we are. We're bringing that here into Denver. We're going to be working with companies and churches here. And I'd love to see that, you know, continue to grow. He's actually doing teaching all around the world. But, uh, uh, you know, that's what's possible when we have God in our life. And I love what Lloyd Reeb said. You know, he he was talking. I asked him on that interview, what are some of the biggest mistakes that people made or the flip side of that coin? What? allows people to go through this journey, what we've been talking about well. He says, the biggest mistake that successful men and women do when they're going through this, whether you want to call it a midlife crisis or you're finding your purpose, your calling, what happens is we just get on this quest for renewal. We're just in this, we're stuck in this place of discontent and we just want to get out of it. And in as business owners, we, we like making decisions. We like moving forward. We like velocity and momentum. And we feel like we're in this race car with a parking brake on. It is super frustrating. And we want to take action. And what Lloyd said is we don't take the time to just get clear on who we are, our strengths, our passions, and then our calling. And what they do is they jump into this action mode. Where can I serve? What can I do? What board should I be on? And when we do that, we're not going to fix the problem. I think one of the things I loved about Lloyd's interview is how articulately he prefaced halftime. And and for me, I think that's one of the most exciting things about this show has been our partnership with halftime. Any listener that is in that halftime of life where they've had success, but there's just as you said, this gnawing discontent, the smoldering discontent, and and they want to take the second half of their life and they really want to make some tweaks and adjustments and really go move from, as the subtitle of the book is, from success to significance. 
Halftime's partnered with us and they've offered a book and one hour of free halftime coaching to any listener that wants it. I, I, I love that. I love that. I've, I've turned so many friends and colleagues and people that I know onto that book and said, you're going through this, man, you got to go get this free book. And man, I t- I'm telling you, it's been cool for me to walk alongside of people and friends and kind of start to work through halftime with them. And, you know, John, I, th- I think for me, you-, you mentioned clarity as that principle, but you also mentioned identity. And for me, identity is something I have really, really, really been trying to dial in and figure out. Because when I left working for Dr. Dobson, my entire identity was wrapped up in that job, in serving Dr. Dobson as his chief audio engineer. And when that was taken away, that was a long struggle. And so for me, listening to these episodes, that has been the one thing that I have really been trying to pull out of this. Well, you know, if, if you think about the whole concept of identity, it really starts with who am I? Ask yourself that question. Who am I? And who is God? Daniel Henderson, on his interview, went through this step by step. Who is God? Who are we? So it's 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 not also, just a matter of looking in the mirror and trying to see yourself as you think you mm-hmm. are, but it's who did God create me to be? And not how am I wired, but how did God wire me? And I love the quote that Sandra Crawford Williamson had when she was talking about being in downtown uh, Manhattan when the buildings fell, and she's sitting there walking out of this entire this scene of devastation and destruction, and we've all seen these pictures, and everybody's just coded with this dust. And it doesn't matter whether you're the CEO of the biggest company down there or you're a blue collar worker, but everybody looked the same walking out of that really struck her. And she just felt in that moment that God said to her, this is how I see all of you from the outside. You all look the same to me, but it's the inside that I look at because he created that inside. And if we can connect to that inside and we can have Mm -hmm. clarity on who we are, what our limiting beliefs are, what our strengths are, the kind of legacy that we want to create, the life we want to create for ourselves. What are the metrics that we want to measure ourselves by? You know what that leads to? Then that leads to impact. And that's been the whole topic of leadership, which was really the core that we wanted to found this whole podcast around. And there's a great quote from Ford Taylor, who we've talked about, but he talks about the definition of a transformational leader. You know, a leader that's actually having an impact in, in what I consider transformation, that's permanent change. And what how Ford defines that, this is somebody who lays down their life to serve others. Now, this doesn't mean a literal death. This talks about laying down one's life in service. Yeah. And I loved it when he said that, because, you know, I've read that scripture before, lay down my life. How am I going to lay down my life for my employees? Right? I could see laying down my life for my wife. I'd take a bullet for her and my kids. Yeah. But he took that, you know, and just took a subtle change on that for me. And what that service. means is, yeah, I lay, I'm laying down myself. I'm laying down what's important to me. And I have to connect to my priorities, my goals, and what God's called me to do. But if I do that in a way, just like Christ did, to serve others forward, help them find their calling in their strength. Yeah. Now, think about that. People get so verklempt. And I love that word uh, because I, I, I can't spell it, and that's why I use it, um, about how I can have an impact as a Christian in the marketplace. Think about that. Influ- a leader is somebody who has influence over one person. So think mm-hmm. at work tomorrow, what if you just went and just found one person in your office 
and you found something else about them. You helped them find some of their values and connect to those, their strengths and improve in those. You find out some of their goals and their dreams. Maybe they're in that work environment. Maybe the work environment is a means to an end of something they want to accomplish outside of work. What if you found out some of those details about somebody without even talking, you know, not bringing your Bible into the conversation, but just serving them for it, I will guarantee you that that is going to give you an opportunity at some point to share your faith with somebody. But it starts with loving people, serving people, and having those deep, authentic relationships with people. And I think that's just about how we operate as people. Dan Milan came on and uh, he has a great ministry about the weavers, about how to do that. And Dan really talks about how you just have to have excellence in all areas of your life. And we titled his episode, You Have to Have a Life Plan Before a Business Plan. Because if you have a business plan before the life plan, you will never live a life of impact that will leave a legacy. And for me, I got to tell you, that really struck a chord with me because it's really been the last three years that I've really been on a journey to say, you know, hey, three, year, three and a half years ago, I, I should have been dead at that accident. I was actually just talking to a friend this morning at coffee saying, if you were sitting there with somebody else who knew me and my name came up in conversation, you would have been like, yeah, John was a good guy. That's too bad what happened to him. Say, so how's business? You know, what I really have had left anything behind where people say, man, I really miss that guy. Man, what what a light he was in my life. Man, what a mover he was in the community. Now, I am not there yet, but It is my heart's desire and every fiber of my being to be moving in that direction every single day. I I think those are some of the huge learnings I've gotten out of leadership from listening to some of these great leaders. I agree. And that's something that having listened to the Focus on the Family broadcast 40 hours a week, it's something that I pulled out of all of those years was our lives are a lot more than just about our bank accounts, our lives are about what we leave with our kids and what we leave with our spouse and what we leave with people around us. And for me, you know, it's, it's been great to hear an episode like Judy Robinette or our good buddy, Kevin Knebel and talking about how pouring into others will actually bless your business. You know, there's uh, a quote, there's actually a quote from Kevin from that podcast that I printed out and I have here on my desk. Uh, that I love, and I can see why his episode was one of our most popular ones, because I love his... He was one of the most successful salespeople in the world, and that's what he's teaching people on now. But here's what he says. I realized that if I created and nurtured relationships... And Kevin, if you if you spend any time with Kevin, all he talks about is how do you have a win-win relationship? Man, he just gets jazzed, the juice flowing, the energy flows, but it's all about win-win. But he said he'd never have to worry about business. And for it, Kevin, though, it's not necessarily... Win-win. He just gives himself. He, he doesn't care if, it, if 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 there's a win back for him. He's just pouring himself out for people. I, I I know that he has offered to us if we know anybody that that would like a one-hour coaching session with him. That that he does it. He pays it forward like that, and he schedules out. I don't know how many hours a week, a few hours a week, to do these these pay it forward calls. Yeah, I've had and, actually a number of friends take him up on that. Two of my friends have actually hired him to come into their company and do some consulting. So yeah. talk about win-win. But he's one of the busiest guys I know. He's traveling all over the world speaking. He's doing training, coaching, consulting. But he keeps, like you said, I think three or four hours in his calendar every week that's just for 
to people to come in and he will pour into you, answer any questions you have. But, you know, and talk about just authentic relationships. I love being surrounded by people that think like that, where you just have deep, meaningful conversations. And, you know, think about the last time you were with some friends and it was around, you know, maybe having a a great cigar around the campfire or wherever you were, and you just had this meaningful. Or for our lady listeners, because 50% of the people that have been responding to us have been female. So coffee at a coffee shop with their friends, chatting it up. Hey, they might like cigars, man. I I don't want to cut anybody out. And, and, And where does that go? What's the next logical step? So Andy Mason, we've had Andy Mason on a couple times. And Andy Mason, not only does he just have this great testimony uh, that just speaks to a faith that I'm moving toward. I'm trying to get to the faith that Andy has. Uh, mm-hmm. But man, I love what he talks about, about dreams and having big dreams. So many of us, we're just at this plateau in our life. It's because we don't have dreams. When Andy said, if your dreams don't scare you, they're not big enough. They're not dream big bigger. The world's waiting to see what your God is really like. So dream big. And honestly, if your dream isn't so big that it can only happen if God's involved, dream bigger. So I would yeah. encourage everybody out there, as we move forward in our life and we grow in that identity, all the things that hold us back, I'll tell you right now, and this has been my own experience, and Steve and I have talked about this, those things just fade away and they just become non-issues. And it's amazing what can just open up in the future, in the possibilities, in the legacy. I know we've talked about what legacy is what you leave in people. And inheritance is what you leave to people. And I know as we wrap up here, I'd love to um, close with this quote from our our friend, Dr. Lance Wall now. Uh, And I know this is kind of deep. There's a lot of big words in here. You know, he's very multisyllabic, but I love this quote. When the sacred invades the secular... In the spirit penetrates the natural. Christians carry within them the metamorphosis, the potential of changing the world around them if they'll just occupy the sphere that God gave them. Lance was without question one of my favorite guests, probably my favorite if I had to choose one. His stuff is so deep, so good. And, and John, there are so many other episodes that we that we could just talk about, like John Garfield, which just aired recently, just last week, actually. Kevin talking Adams about, and on and on. Oh, just all. Kevin, Kevin Adams, and we mentioned him earlier, Daniel Henderson. I loved Daniel Henderson's episode. And for the listeners that, that are sequential people that listen to episode one, then episode two, then episode three, I can tell you what I just told my CPA buddy of mine that I had lunch with on Wednesday. Stop it. Stop it. (laughs) Find one that you like that looks good to you, that sounds good in in this episode, and go back and download it and listen to it. Or re-listen to it. I think that's something that I am going to be doing with Daniel Henderson's episode. In fact, I'm probably going to do it maybe this weekend. Or I know I'm going to be taking a couple days and going up to a prayer and fasting retreat up in the mountains. And that's one episode I'm going to take and I'm going to take some detailed notes and I'm going to re-listen to it. Um, but we have some great episodes coming up as well. We've got Cheryl Bischelder, who's the CEO of Popeye's Chicken. That one, John, was a fantastic recording. And she that turned one was, around was, one of the worst performing companies in the country to the top, totally with the philosophy of servant leadership. Yeah, Cheryl Bischelder, um, Alan Pratt, who we interviewed earlier this week, will be airing him at some point this summer. He's an advisor up in Seattle, and 
it's just just a great episode that John you just took, brother you just took it over man you you knew where you were going with it and I was just I was along that for was the ride just enjoying it I love that one when it comes out and we have General, General Jerry Boykin who was one of the first members of Delta Force became the commanding officer of Delta Force and he was also the commanding general during Black Hawk Down we've all seen that movie but General Boykin is one of the men of deepest faith I've ever met and his wisdom is just going to bless everybody i mean it was he's, he, he was fantastic he, he's one that that we've held on to a, for a while because i wanted to air it right around july 4th so be sure to check that one out right around july 4th either the release before or the released after I, I mentioned him earlier garris elkins the pastor up up in medford oregon i his stuff is so wise so good and then we've got fellow podcasters that are doing leadership podcasts like Richard Ryerson, a guy that you've developed a great relationship with. Yeah, there's just so many people out there that we've gotten to know through this. So I just want to just send out a deep and heartfelt thanks for just the blessings you guys have sown in our life as we're trying to just get the word out and just share these great stories and teachings and testimonies. And there's just one final thought I'd like to share with you. Uh, It came from uh, Mark Sanborn, who's a personal friend. Uh, He's in the Speakers Hall of Fame. He's mm-hmm. just an incredible leader. As we look around us and we, and we listen to some of these stories and we think about, could I really do that? Could I really be an impact player? Could I really get on the field and move the needle and make a difference? And, you know, Mark shared something with me. He shared it to me as I was going into this whole career. He shared it on the podcast. And he just talked about that we all have the same number of hours and minutes in a day. And it is what we do with that time that determine whether we have an ordinary life or an extraordinary life. And I shared with Mark that after my accident, I felt like I'd just been given this incredible second chance because I I should have died. There is no really medical reason that I survived what happened mm-hmm. except for God's intervention. What Mark said to me, Steve, was I would argue every day we have a second chance. Every day when we wake up is our chance at that second chance. So what I would encourage people to do is is start making some changes. Start taking some of these teachings of these great people that we've had on that we're going to continue to have on and just do one thing different tomorrow than you did today. Because all these small changes over time, they compound into enormous results. And it, it doesn't mean that we have to take, a, you talked about in your your podcast about this plane taking this 90 degree turn. We don't need to take a 90 degree turn in our life necessarily, but if we just start taking these small steps forward, all of a sudden a year later, you're looking back going, that was awesome. Two years later, you're going, that was incredible. Three years later, you're going, that's a God only thing. Look where I am today and where I was just a few short years ago. And time flies by like that. I've heard Dr. Dobson talk about this on the broadcast a number of times. When the Apollo astronauts were on their way to the moon, more than 95% of the time, they were off course. And all they were doing were making slight course corrections. If we have that dream, if we have that desire, if we know our ultimate destiny, we can start to work towards that and just make small course corrections as needed. Good. Well, 
Thank you, everybody, for being part of this, uh, for the Eternal yes. Leadership community. Yes. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Please reach out. Don't be shy. We'd love some more reviews if uh, this is a value to you. And there's just one thing else I'd ask you to do. Just take your favorite episode that you've heard about, that you've listened to, and just share it with one friend. If everybody yeah. would just do that, we could double our audience and just have more impact uh, in more lives and bring on uh, more guests and just keep going from here. So thank you all. I, th- I think that's important because you and I have dreams for this beyond just a podcast. And the start of that is a larger audience. So we can start to hire the kind of staff that we need to be able to take some of the mundane, busy stuff off of our plates. And we can really start to focus on taking this to a whole new level. So yeah, a whole I, level, I, higher impact. I, I agree, John, 100%. Thank you to everyone that has been listening. Thank you to everyone that has downloaded. And even thank you to those that have downloaded and just and, and just haven't kept up with it. Um, you know, it, we want to make an impact. And so please, as we said, contact us, email us, reach out to us, post on our Facebook page, send a message through Facebook, send a message through LinkedIn, connect with us, get to know us. We want to get to know you listening right now in your car, working out, wherever you are. In the microbrew pub. In the microbrew pub, exactly. (laughs) So reach out to us. John at eternalleadership.com. Steve at eternalleadership.com. And again, facebook.com slash eternalleadership. We have a private LinkedIn group that you can join where we interact with a lot of our guests, where we interact with a lot of our audience. We'll ask you questions. We want that kind of feedback. And Twitter, at Eternal Leaders, at John Ramstead, and myself, at CoolBeans59. Next time on Eternal Leadership, we'll have Don Ankenbrandt, author, speaker, ministry leader, talking about his book, The 210 Project. What he's done is created you beautifully. You are his masterpiece. And you have enormous value, not only to him, but to the world. And he and you are, and that's why that we're saying in this first third, you've got to understand who you are and how you're gifted to see where you fit. And when you find your place of fitting, you naturally come alive. That's next time on Eternal Leadership for John Ramstead. I'm Steve Ryder. Thanks for listening so much. Episode 50. Woohoo! <laughs>